What's up? What's up, y'all? I'm back. And just, you know, I can't sleep tonight. Got nobody over, so y'all stuck with me. I just, I have really nothing to talk about, but I feel like I needed to talk to y'all for some reason tonight. So I'm a, I'm a little off. I, I, I guess I just wanted to say hi since it's been a minute since the last episode. How y'all doing? <laughs> How y'all doing? This ain't nothing that you used to. This this ain't nothing that you used to. This ain't nothing that you used to. Listen here. This ain't nothing that you used to. This this ain't nothing that you used to. Listen here. Up the brook, I swim. It's Wolf and Lynn. Damn, they got me hooked again. Don't confuse him with Dre. When I say that he's in WA, they call him LL, cause he's loving LA. What can I say that they won't say for me? From Seattle to Cali, another West Side story. Look through the lens of someone Asian or black who's stating the facts. Race is gonna hate him for that. I'm with the wolf. The wolf is always leading the pack and only behind if he gotta put his feet in your him and Lynn, yeah they did it again A couple friends, who love talking current events And love to offend, get used to taking one to the chin Cause you know it's all love in the end, now let's begin This ain't nothing that you used to This, this ain't nothing that you used to Things, things have, uh, it's been a little different since I last put on an app. This world is getting bigger and smaller at the same time, it seems like. I mean, I got nothing. <laughs> Very unprofessional of me tonight. What, what can we talk about? I, why am I, why am I doing an episode with nothing to talk about? No script or anything. I mean, we, we never use a script, but we do have subjects that we like to talk about. So what, why am I, Posting an episode with nothing really to discuss. That's a good question. Maybe, maybe I just miss, maybe I just miss talk, talking to y'all for whatever reason. I've been, give you some personal updates. Nothing really. I have to, I don't know. Like, there's nothing, nothing really to update you guys on. I'm still, still working a lot, still going out, trying to help people any way I can. 
still still single. <laughs> um, I'm not I'm not seeing anybody seriously or anything like that. Yeah, my kids are still my world, still grinding. Yeah, that's um, it upsets people when I dive into my personal life. It upsets people when I don't dive into my personal life. For whatever reason, some people are really interested and have some good suggestions and feedback on things that I'm going through. And some people are like, just go on with the funny news, go on with your video game news and all that. And we'll we'll continue to do that. But when I do these solo episodes, aka the Wolf's Den, I guess you guys are kind of I don't know. I, I guess therapeutic for me. All right, let's. What 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 do I have to discuss? Why am I up? I can go over things people been talk ask me about, talking to me about. Yeah, I want to know what I think of Trump's raid. I think there's going to be a lot of hoopla about what possibilities of how much time he might get, what what he covered up. Trump is not going to do any time. He was a president of the United States. No president gets indicted on anything. And if he if he is under the threat of actually being indicted on something, I guarantee they'll cut a deal with him. And it's not going to be the publicized deal of him admitting so-and-so so he gets, you know, 10 years of house arrest or probation. It's going to be that and then the more important deal that we won't hear about don't run in 2024. Do I want Trump to run in 2024? Only if DeSantis is for entertainment purposes. Of course, we don't want Trump to win. Of course not. But I do want to see him versus DeSantis in a, in a couple RNC debates. That'd be fantastic. Look, I don't want to be super negative tonight, but y'all smell the smoke. <laughs> y'all smell the smoke. Y'all know, y'all know there's a fire. This world's on fire. And why not have a little entertainment? What's a George Carlin? Always said America is a freak show. No, the whole world is a freak show. And you get a front row seat if you're in America. True words never spoken. Biden talking about student loan relief. 10K. Up to 10K. 10,000. For the uninitiated, $10,000 in student loan debt. That's significant for some people, not for most. How much money we send in Ukraine? I mean, we are, we're all in at this point. It's $60 billion investment. You got to go down with the ship. This is my perspective if I was in the government. As a private citizen, as me being a wolf, black man in Seattle, we got to cut our... we we. We gotta, we gotta worry about America. America is crumbling from the inside out, from the outside in, side to side. I'm sorry, y'all. You know, it's <laughs> if y'all, if this, if this is your first episode listening. I'm usually, we're usually much chipper, I guess. Um, a little more lighthearted, I guess. <laughs> I. I mean, the student, the student loan debt, $10,000 per, up to $10,000 per person. I don't know how it will affect the economy. I'm sure they'll say Fannie Mae and all those other, whoever's in charge, all the other companies in charge of student loans. 
are um, too big to fail companies that will get bailed out when the economy crumbles. I'm sure they'll throw this back on our face when it does happen. And we'll end up paying for it anyway with our taxes. We'll say, oh, the Fannie Mae couldn't, you know, they're barely, they're struggling now. And then with the rate of deferments, they're struggling. And on top of that, $10,000 being forgiven throughout the United, by millions of people throughout the United States. Which is during this inflational economy was too much for for Sally Mae, not Fannie Mae. So we have to bail them out. Just like we did the housing companies. Was it 2008? Whatever year that was. We'll have to bail them out. So we'll pay back that $10,000 anyway. A lot of people... A lot of people say, oh, this, uh, you know, coming out of the taxes, it doesn't really matter. It's money we never touch. It's still your money. It's still your money. You worked for it. It's coming out of your paycheck. Whether, but because you never had actual, you never had tangible access to that money. It's still, it's still real. I mean, I, I don't want to go into this whole you already know my uh, basic concept of money. It's a utility. It's not ever, then all be all, but it's something that you need to realize how to use. It's a tool. It's not this idol that people like to have you believe it is. It can help you accomplish a lot of things, but it's not the end all be all of everything. Money isn't real either. In the United States, it isn't. After we moved away from the gold standard, we just keep printing it. Where was I going with that? <laughs> I was saying that to say this. Taxes that you pay that come out of your check before you even get your cut is still your money. It's still your 20 plus percent, depending upon what state you live in. You need You need to care about it. It's by design that you don't care about it that the majority of people don't care about it because you never see it in the first place. Am I making sense? Let me put it this way. I've been thinking about, maybe I'm going a little too personal here tonight. Maybe I'm a little too open. But I think about my children. And after going through this process of divorce, the value that I have in my children is still the same. But then I see that the value I have in my children is significantly more than a lot of people that I've encountered in my life. I'm not saying, I'm not saying I'm a better parent, even though I, (laughs) I think I'm a damn good parent, but I'm not, I'm not trying to, I'm not trying to compare. I'm saying that the way it's by, it's by design that, we never even get to touch our money. So you're used to it at this point. All your life, you never had access to that money. And even if all of a sudden you were making 100% of your paycheck and after one year, you only got, you know, 25%, you got only 75% of it, you would get acclimated to it. 
And just like after this divorce process, I felt a little bit of myself getting used to only seeing my kids 50% of the time. You should never be okay with that. I said it. You should never be okay with that. It should always bother you. And I'm not equating children to money, but I'm making a metaphor or a simile or whatever it is. I need to retake English 102. <laughs> you shouldn't be okay with things that you should have. Basic, basic things. And at least if they're going to take something from you, have a say in it of where it's being distributed. Back to money, of course. I'm not talking about children. I can't hear people typing right now. I can't hear the emails coming. It's fine. I'll respond like I always do. I'm a little off. A little off tonight. A little vulnerable tonight. As y'all can tell. Maybe maybe, maybe I should move on. <laughs> yeah. Maybe I should move on. China, Taiwan. I'm seeing all this hyperbole about the United States and Taiwan going to war. Or not the United States and Taiwan, but the United States defending Taiwan in a proxy war against China. Just as the United States is supporting, I'm using quotation marks, bunny ears, whatever you want to call it a proxy war against Russia. These are all precursors to what is the main objective. Hey, we're gonna... No, that's... I'm, <laughs> I'm not going Alex Jones on y'all. <laughs> I'm, I'm just saying this is... These are the precursors for, for the U.S. global expansion of what they've always wanted. Anybody that threatens them economically is a threat to them, to us, I guess, I should say. I live in the U.S. I pay taxes willingly or unwillingly. If you listen to IRS, I pay all my taxes. All of them. Never miss a payment, IRS. Never. <laughs> These proxy wars that we're fighting cannot be sustainable. There's going to be a direct hot war eventually with one of these countries. And it's a wrap. Russia has more nuclear weapons, but it, it doesn't matter. At the, it doesn't matter the amount of nuclear weapons Russia has. If they, if they have over 100, that's more than enough to threaten it. Every continent in this world, they have thousands. But it's irrelevant how many they have. If you have over 100, it doesn't matter. They may not have the military infrastructure that we do, but they have nukes. And China, they have, what, 1.5 billion people in it? And all of them are all the males, I guess. I, I'm not sure how, exactly how that works, but I know the majority of the people in China have to sign up to the military or some something like that. But they have one of the largest military infantries in the world. Again, technology uh, versus the United States, it's, it's not the same, anywhere near the same. 
Unless they're the ones flying one of these UFOs around <laughs> that we've declassified. I smell that smoke. I know y'all smell it too. I know y'all smell it too. When I see all these events going on in the world, I'm ashamed of myself for allow. I'm I'm complicit. Not only am I complicit, I'm funding it. And you are too. Unless you're hearing this from behind a prison wall or you just have yet to be caught. But if you pay taxes, you're complicit and you're funding it. The death of people around the world. And I guess part of me feels like the work that I do and the, I mean, I, I guess I, the things that I do is me trying to atone for the person that I used to be. But even though I've made significant improvements. Eventually, I'll have to atone for the person I am now. Even though that compares, you know, nothing to the progress that I've made over the years and who I used to be. People don't, I don't know. It may just be me that they, it's the only person that things like this bother. Deep thoughts, I guess, tonight. <laughs> yeah, like we've been, you, you've been out of action for the last 18 days or 20 days or so. You come back with this wolf? This? Yeah. This. Kind of somber, I guess. I told you I needed to vent. I'm human. I'm not always chipper. Not always joyous. I yell. I get happy. I get sad. Y'all still rub with me after this? <laughs> All right, good. Go back to Trump, Mar-a-Lago, raid. I don't care. I really don't. Trump, if Trump gets elected, I don't think anything spectacularly will change. He'll just be more blatant about it. If a Democrat gets elected, I don't really see a difference. Why is Soldier Boy trending? <laughs> Oh, Soldier Boy got new teeth. Let me see this. Oh my lord! I did not know Soldier Boy was. Um... Hold on, let me look at this. Jeez, what? Is Soldier Boy smoke? Is that what what happened? His lips are all. Goodness. They're like, soldier boy, tell him. I'm like, no, don't tell me a damn thing, soldier boy. <laughs> don't tell me a damn thing. He, that boy got yuck mouth. God. I'm like, the only way you're going to have to, you know, all the girls are like, the only way you can kiss me is through the damn phone with that mouth. God damn. Well, I mean, he got, he got veneers now, so good for him, I guess. That... He has some jacked up teeth. Good Lord. All right, let me move on. <laughs> Dang, what happened to his teeth, though? <clears throat> All right, so I am seeing that McDonald's is coming out with a popular chicken Big Mac. It's headed to the U.S. for a trial run. I don't usually eat McDonald's. I might get my kids some fries from there. They're pretty bomb. And by the way, McDonald's, y'all need to check up on your stores because 
when I order a large fry, it be coming in those red, you know, the old-fashioned red box sometimes, and they be large. But I go to some other McDonald location, maybe just a couple miles away, and it be coming in a small paper white bag, and it be small amount of fries. So I need to check up on y'all store for the quality because it costs the same. Chicken Big Mac is heading to the U.S. for a trial run. This is from the USA Today. The Big Mac is one of signature items, but the fast food chain is putting a new twist on it, originating all the way from the other side of the Atlantic Ocean. McDonald's will be testing a Chicken Big Mac in select Miami locations later this month, the company confirmed to USA Today. The menu item was first introduced in the United Kingdom earlier this year and met with much positive feedback, selling out in less than two weeks. Look, you put a, I'm, I, I have to taste, I have to test it. My, I, I know McDonald's is bad for you. McDonald's is trash, but a chicken Big Mac? Say less. They had that nasty land, air, and sea. And that was like a Big Mac, but I had beef, fish, and chicken. I was tempted. <laughs> Anybody that know me know me. I, I, I'm a foodie. So I, w I was tempted, you know, I had my eyes open, but I never, I never ended up getting it. I felt like I was going to throw up if I ate something like that. I know, what am I doing? I'm just rambling. Maybe that's what I should just call this episode, Ramblings of an Old Man. Why is Idris Elba playing the genie in his next movie? 3,000 Years of a Longing, of Longing by George Miller. Hey, I mean, I got to see this movie, but I'm... I'm really interested as a why Idris Alba. Who is Idris Alba's agent? I've had this rant many a times. So I need to let it go. But somebody's doing my boy dirty. How old is, he? How old is Idris? Huh? How old is Idris? He don't have much time left for his career to go any further. I feel like Idris Alba is A tier, but I'm black, so I don't know. I, 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 he may just be like A tier in our community, but I think he's A tier. He's made it. You know, he's gone beyond just um, being, you know, huge in our community, playing a bad guy and, and breaking and break in and entering movies and stuff like that. I feel like he's he's top tier now. Yeah, he's top tier. Yeah, because he was the lead in uh, the Suicide Squad and Hobbs and Shaw. And yeah, he's top tier now. He's made it through. Yeah, he's 49. He'll be. 50 in September. Y'all doing my boy dirty. This man about to be 50 years old this year. And he doing he did that movie where he fights CGI lions. Beast. Nobody went to see that. Dragon Ball Z made more money this opening weekend than Beast did. Dragon Ball Z. No, get me wrong. I'll let me some Dragon Ball Z. Alright. I love me some Dragon Ball Z. How you gonna outgross Idris Alba? Huh? How you gonna outgross Idris Alba in anime? I know there's people my age, probably like, I'm probably gonna assume people age 28 ish to 45 ish went to go see that movie, probably. Dragon Ball Z, I'm talking about, which is why I left 25%. 
I, I, I guarantee those probably those numbers are probably accurate that I just gave you off the top of my head. And that's still outgrows the Idris Alba's beast. Look, we need to support Idris Alba, black community and beyond, because this man is a national treasure. But Idris, you need to make better movies for some, for us to support you with, my guy. We we about to see. I mean, nobody liked the the uh, reboot of the Lion King with those uncanny valley looking CGI lions and toucans and stuff. Nobody went to see that. What do you think we're gonna do about a Cujo lion going through an African safari hunting down? Two kids and his their dad. Nobody wants to see that, Idris. I know you I know you're a great actor. You up there. You're gonna be you're gonna be up there with Denzel one day. But I'm not gonna see Denzel punching lines in the African Safari either. <laughs> and I love me some Denzel. I'm not doing it. Eighteen fifty for a movie ticket nowadays? Eighteen fifty to see you punch a CGI line in the face? No. If the line punches you in the face, I'll I'll pay eighteen fifty to see that. But no, not doing it. And then this movie, three thousand years of longing. You're playing a gen, aka the genie. You got pointy ears and stuff. No, I mean I'm gonna go see it. I have to. I have to. I I I can't miss two Idris Elba movies back to back. I can't do it. Maybe that's his plan of his uh, agent. He's like, this movie was bad and you missed out on Idris. But we'll put out a halfway decent looking one that you usually wouldn't go see. But Idris is in it, so you will go see it. It doesn't look like it's going to make a lot of movie, uh, make a lot of money, even though it was directed by George Miller. What y'all, what y'all got on Idris? Making him do these kind of movies. What, what was that movie he did? Was, was it Beyonce? Where he was, well, it doesn't matter. But then he did the Tyler Perry movie, and then he did that movie where he was like an inmate in the rain, and that girl picks him up, and then he's trying to. I never watched that one, but there was a couple movies like that where he played like the 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 villain, the antagonist, if you will. See, there we go. Cheer cheered up a little bit, a little less deep. Yeah, you just get another agent. I'm gonna do better. Um. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know what this was tonight. I I just feel like I needed to talk to y'all for a minute. Proof of life, I guess. <laughs> yeah, yeah. All right. So, yeah, y'all protect your hearts. Y'all protect your mind. She made like, but, but I.